Hello again and welcome to episode number, I have no idea what number, of Podrita Podcast, the incremental podcast that tries to add even more value. This episode is part of our Exploring the Universe, where I, Maor Sadra, your host, invite industry experts and friends to talk through hypothetical scenarios that might never actually happen. The purpose of this series was to hear how highly experienced professionals in our industry think of these various topics. The idea behind picking hypothetical was to not limit the scope of the conversation to reality, but let our minds wander. In today's episode, I was very happy to host Moshi Bloom. Moshi is the CMO at Beachbum, an extremely successful gaming company. Moshi previously was the GM for Adjust in Israel, and before that he ran UA at Viber. We spoke about the microscopic X button, iAd, and Apple search ads. Note that the opinions shared by Moshi in this podcast are his own and may not represent any official position of Beachbum as a company. Good morning, Moshi. Good morning, Moor. How are you? I'm great. It's a lovely morning. It is. By the way, I had to actually wake up early uh, to make it on time. Usually, I don't really wake up this early. Um, but I'm, I'm fortunate this is a holiday today, so there was no traffic. All good. How are you? I'm great. I'm waking up early every morning and the, or, or <laughs> taking care of my kids. And then uh, I'm cycling to walk. Okay. So How far? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pumped. How far do you cycle? Uh, 10 kilometers every wow. like. Okay. Two legs is like 20 kilometers and uh, I'm doing it around th- three times a, a week. Okay. Great. Well, I did meet you in person uh, the, for the first time, I think maybe like a month ago. You, you are in, you're in good shape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very I, much. I am not a morning person. Everyone knows that about me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So Moshi, this is the first time you're on our podcast. So welcome. Uh, would you like to give a lengthy introduction about yourself? Well, we'll uh, discuss about lengthy or we'll see, but uh, my name is Moshi Bloom and I'm currently the uh, CMO of Beachbum. Beachbum is a game developer uh, and we currently have four studios. We run uh, popular and amazing games as far as I see it, uh, in in my most objective uh, opinion. We have um, Lord of the Board, uh, Begamon, we have uh, Gene Remy Stars, we have um, Spades Royale, Domino Go, and uh, Remy Rush. We are working on on uh, delivering three new games this year, so big plans. Uh, and in my job, I'm responsible for user acquisition, for analytics, uh, for from uh, for responsible for the creative uh, uh, team and uh, admonetization. So I'm overseeing everything that is related or simulated to marketing. Um, and it's a very, very interesting position, very, very interesting uh, point of view in kind of overseeing what, ev- what everything that happens in this industry. Before that, I was um, general manager for Adjust in uh, Israel and um, before that, I was the head of user acquisition Viber, and before that, I was uh, I had uh, different roles. Overall, I have uh, twelve years of experience in in digital marketing and ten years of experience in mobile. So basically, from the beginning. Cool, cool, very impressive. So yes. thank you, thank you uh, again for uh, being a guest in our uh, podcast. So to remind you, kind of like the theme of the podcast. So this is called this series, at least, is called exploring the multiverse. Okay, we give it a <laughs> title, where the whole idea is that we go into complete hypo- complete hypotheticals that 
might exist in like a parallel universe, but we want to understand what if those like hypotheticals happen here and now. Okay. So um, starting with the first question, um, you probably like me see ads, okay, and play games and usually. Um, <laughs> yeah, and there is a, this thing that's happened that was, I don't know, I think maybe in the last year where the X button to close the full screen ads has either become so tiny that you need a microscope to find it, um, or sometimes it doesn't really respond as you would wish and expect it to do. Now, the question is, what if the X button experience on ads becomes standardized? Okay, and when I mean standardized, it means it looks the same across all the ads, all the ad networks, um, it behaves the same, and actually allows users to exit if that's what they want. Mm. Well, that's a very interesting question, right? It, it's, I guess it can uh, lead us to a very, to a bigger question in what the influence that the user has uh, when they see an ad, when the users see an ad, right? That's the first question because the X button uh, or the, the dodgy X button is just like the way of networks to uh, deliver click instead of impression and click instead of impression both more because of the current last click attribution in which like clicks were on, on the default setting, right? Seven days and, and in, in impression worth just like one day or even less in the default settings. So the first question is like, you know, from the advertiser's perspective, or from me advertising my my games and and um, uh, paying whatever network it is to kind of deliver the ads to to those end users, what would be the impact of them kind of minimizing the X or the minimizing the the close ads and not like continuing to the store? And I would say that's not a lot. Uh, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong because it's it's a discussion. Um, but from what I see it, or from my perspective, you have the two um, uh, two end end uh, of of the ranges, right? Of the range, sorry. From one hand, um, no one wakes up in the morning. Not a single user wakes up in the morning and and uh, decides out of nowhere that they want or that the user want to kind of um, um, download, for example, Begamon Lord of the Board, right? you need to kind of be influenced by something. On the other hand, we do see that, um, and you know, it's also from my personal experience that once you may be kind of going through the stores, you're getting more interested about, about the, uh, the game. And, and sometimes, you know, only sometimes, uh, you get convinced to maybe give it a try, even though it was not your first in, 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 uh, intention. So on that verge of, you know, for, for one hand, the ad will influence you no matter what's the interaction that you're going to do with it. Because, um, um, you know, there is a video, it's engaging, it's, it has some, some, some feature in it, and uh, you can trust the network to deliver you the, um, I would say, something that will convert you. And on the other hand, um, it really doesn't matter if you will have a click or, or impression, I would say that from the advertiser perspective, it's not that critical. Uh, you will get the installs, whether it's attributed or not attributed, that's a, a, a different question, but you will get the installs if if the users actually uh, wanted to install the application. Now, from, from, from performance perspective, 
right? And from, uh, I would say, uh, the network perspective that you're paying the network to kind of get the, um, uh, that you're going to get, they get the user. So there, I would say that there is, there is something uh, that we need to explore more because every X or the Dodger X gives a slight um, advantage to the network that deliver it. Um, and, you know, it's, as, as you probably know it, as you probably know, because we, we are part of the industry, every network compete with the other network of who is delivering the last click, right? Who will kind of get the, yeah, so uh, get, get I, that I call it the race, a race to the bottom, which is that's, exactly what it is, by the way. That's, that's, uh, that's absolutely correct. I, I would, I would use the same phrase, say like uh, two minutes, <laughs> two minutes after that, after that. So. Exactly. And, and you know what? It's not only the X, right? It's not only they the close the button. So I guess that uh, last summer, I, I think it was, which Iron Souls uh, started with it, and they presented the end card and the three engagement towards like closing the end card. So you can see, you, you see the video, then you get the end card and the interaction of the end card. You kind of cancel the interaction card, the, the interaction on the end card, and then you can exit the video and, and close it. And you know, soon after they they introduce it, Uplavin introduce it as well in their in their network in their in their uh, extension, which which means that it's it it is a race to the bottom. Everyone is trying trying more. And if you want another example, I would say that uh, back in or, or an historical one, right? In back in two thousand sixteen, you had Facebook, which started to attribute video views as clicks, yeah. and then like the entire industry. But super mad about them, and they admitted that they did did it wrongfully, and and they kind of revert it, and then like one year afterwards, Google started to do yeah, the same. Yeah, YouTube. And yeah. Yes, yes, and, and and they started with YouTube, right? And every 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 um, video view was a click, but then they kind of expanded it into their networks, and then they kind of created those dynamic ads, which you have like text and image and images from the stores and a video that kind of start playing. And once the video start playing, they can deliver a click. And I, I remember us being very furious about that, saying, well, you're, you're getting an unfair advantage and you're getting it only because you're your self-attribution network and, and because, you know, no one can kind of control you, not the MMPs. And I guess like, um, it was uh, it was discussion that uh, my friend and I kind of discussed has a lot to do with incrementality, um, and and we actually kind of raised both to adjust and to ops via uh, a feature request to create uh, a third type of of attribution in which like you're you know you have the impression you have the click but then you have like a third type of attribution, which is like a video view and let me, the advertisers decide whether like how much do I want to kind of attribute for a video view, whether it's going to be like the full yeah. seven day or the one day. Well, you're, 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 by the way, you are taking me now like <laughs> a blast to the past because, so when I was uh, still chief revenue officer at uh, Applift and relatively naive when the whole attribution fraud started, I went to the CEOs of all the MMPs telling them, guys, let's come up with standards. Okay, and yeah. one of the standards would be that ad format will be part of the part of the ad request. And if it's a video, you know, I could rationalize why if you're serving a full screen video, you know what, you may get, you may claim the click. Okay, mm -hmm. after a certain amount of time, you know, what? kind of like I could rationalize it, but I told him, please, let's just build 
industry-wide standards because it's a joke right now. Everyone is just doing whatever the F they want. That's true. And, and the problem is that the, uh, the, the stronger one, uh, the one that kind of determines what will be the, um, uh, what will be the defaults. So, you know, when, when you get, when, when you, when you said to Google, which are, I would say, uh, um, uh, my favorite tool as a user and my uh, average uh, favorite tool as, a, as an ad, because they do whatever they want, right? Um, and you need to kind of deal with it. So uh, when they kind of determine the, determine the rules and then everyone else is following, it's not always uh, going to be uh, clean because they kind of do whatever they want, right? Not everyone can deliver an ad. Not everyone can can kind of build uh, an ad into kind of an interstitial. So they introduce tools that give them the advantage, that give them or that establish their kind of um, monopoly or duopoly over these markets. Uh, but you know that's that's like that's in the past. Uh, <laughs> I remember that back then we were sure that we are going to crack down attribution, that we're going to kind of, um, um, you know, in, in, in no time, we're going to uh, deliver a model that will give us um, attribution fragmented into all the experience that the user experienced up until the, the, the install. Uh, can't remember the uh, multi-touch attribution was the and everyone everyone was discussing what's what's better like was it like last click or or or, or first click or something like distribution and I remember participating in some panels talking specifically about that and you know all of a sudden Apple introduced their limitations Google and Facebook went to their all uh, to their own world gardens and you know you're you're fighting with uh instead of you know fighting with mysels now you're returning to fight with like sticks and stones because <laughs> everything is is so broken and no one is sharing the data outside their networks so move that attribution like down let, the let uh, me ask you another question in regards to the x button so yeah. let's let's go for the you know if we go deeper and let's assume apple says you know what like users have been complaining non-stop so the X button is going to be part of the SK ad network framework. You want to show an ad on iOS, you're going to have an X button. It's going to be 50-50 by pixel, top right, very visible, white background, whatever. And it works. Um, my question is, what do you think that would do to CTR, um, to CPIs, and to the actual revenue you're getting, I would say, from this network or that network attributed part? So you know that we have some amazingly and magically uh, um, networks that deliver us CTR of ninety percent or seventy percent, right. and that's amazing, right? How they know how to choose the right users that clicks on everything that they see, right? And that's of course because of the dodgy X button and some some dodgy um, um, systems or uh, that kind of deliver users to the store even then, even though they don't want it. So. With regard to CTR, of course, it's going to kind of drop the CTR, CTRs to something that is more reasonable, something that actually indicates an an, uh, um, an intention or, or, or an interest of the user to kind of explore more about, about uh, the offer that you're delivering it. Having said that, right, CPIs is something that, you know, depends on how you look at CPIs. Uh, because by the end of the day, the number of installs that you're going to get will be the same. Uh, with the X, without the X, right? The uh, only thing that is, the only different thing is that you will get more into your 
unattributed traffic, which some people say organic, right? And then like uh, you will get less into your attributed traffic, which is like iron source or uploading or Google or Facebook or whatever, whatever it is over, over there. But overall, when you kind of calculated your, your, your effective CPI, it will be the same. And of course, you know, when you're delivering the same amount of users and the revenue, you shouldn't expect it to be higher. So I would say that parity or, or, or the um, aspiration for parity of all networks is something that we all need to do as an, as an advertisers. We want to be able to compare uh, objectively between networks and compare their performance and actually see how well their algorithm is trying to kind of is managing to find me users and not how well their ad operation teams is designed a system or labyrinth that no one can exit without going into the store before that. So next question here is like, what do you think the likelihood of this happening? You know, expat and either getting standardized by the networks, which by the way, I, I can tell you, I think it's zero, but um, yeah. let's say Apple, Google are the ones to force standard X. I have a problem with Apple and Google from the ad perspective side, right? I think that they are, you know, because they both control the stores, because they are both um, uh, being present in the most, I would say, uh, sensitive and dedicated time, which a user search for something or search for an application and then like see the search um, results. I would say that I, I would not, count on them to kind of build anything that will resemble uh, an equity, uh, uh, I would say an equivalent ecosystem in uh, trying to kind of push into kind of um, equal uh, equal rights to, to all networks. Um, if I can, you know, let, let, let me kind of, let me give a disclaimer, right? Both Apple and Google Ads are one of, or are two of the most uh, important networks that we have, and we currently use them. But I would say that in terms of incrementality, in terms of like what their actual value versus what their measurable value, I would say they are the least effective networks. Since um, there's a lot to kind of, you know, if I'm uh, there's a lot to do with like um, um, what would have happened if you wouldn't show the a user um, my ads in the first place, and you would have, you know, delivered me an, an organic search terms. Uh, would the user then downloaded my app because either he heard about it before or he the the user um, um, already downloaded it and just like wanted to kind of return download again on his new on on the user's new device. So. In that, in, in that sense, I would say that I wouldn't trust the cat to save the, the cream, right? That's a, a phrase we have in Hebrew. Um, don't trust the cat to save, uh, to guard, guard your cream. So same with Google and Apple uh, on, on, um, on that topic. What do you think would increase the chances of, again, a standardized X? I would say, uh, or, or, you know, in my opinion, um, back in, I think it was 2015, uh, there was like a, a standardized, a standardized uh, uh, contracts between networks and advertisers, uh, the um, IAB, right? Um, which 
you can still find it today. People references referencing this this contract as one of the neutral uh, but effective contract between an advertiser and a publisher or an advertiser and a network. So, if there will be, um, um, uh, you know, a committee or or a party or an organization that accepted the accepted. Um, worldwide and they will kind of determine this is what should be and you know if you will kind of um um uh, there will be like the um uh, also a punishment or a fine if you're not doing it and it will be backed up by rules such as gdpr rules that kind of um uh, gave you some some um new rules of of uh, engagement with your users or uh, COPA rules, which kind of determine um, even further what would be the fines that you're going to pay if you're kind of breaking those rules. So if there will be a party that will kind of take it upon itself, I would say that can be uh, something that um, uh, that will contribute to, to the standardized of the X. However, since um, I've also consulted some some uh, organization in in all of those micro changes, most of them don't know anything. And legal um, uh, legal institution, institutions or um, um, forums of, of, of um, privacy or, or, you know, all of those people that are in, responsible for laws, I would say they don't have governance, right? They don't have any ideas of what's happening and, and they don't have any I, any grasp on reality of, of what's impacting and what's not. I'll tell you how I would see like this increasing chance, by the way. So you mentioned, okay, we, we know it, okay? Some networks basically show you or report a 90% CTR, 80% um, CTR and so on. Let's assume that you as a marketer um, would do the test on a platform that doesn't do this, that has an X button that works and you can easily prove that the average CTR is let's say 10% on an interstitial, which is still high, but let's go for 10%. I imagine that what could essentially force this change would be a couple of very large spending advertisers suing the networks, basically saying, hey, you're reporting 70% CTR. I can prove that it's around 10% CTR if the user can X. So I'm claiming 60% of the clicks you generated for me and 60% of the insults you generated for me as fraudulent. And I think that lawsuits actually forced the market into some changes in the past, especially it, those that became very public. It depends, right? Because at the moment, no one charged based on clicks besides Google. Uh, and even Google, they kind of, they don't really charge on clicks. They kind of um, calculate what would be the cost of impression based on the clicks that generates. So... You can safely say that everyone is, is charging you based on impressions. And because of that, it really doesn't matter. Or you, even though you have some frauds, uh, fraud like in, in real user fraud, right? Not like bots, farm or, or, or emulators, but like real user fraud in which, well, yes, maybe the CTR is exaggerated. Maybe the user didn't want to kind of reach into the store and then like accidentally click on the install or get button. However, nothing bad was, was done. But, but like no could, harm was done because no, you, you like, would have paid on the It's false impression. representation because let's say that if you would have known that your 
like um, your actual cost per install on network X is let's say $30 and not $3, then the amount of budget you would put on this network would be substantially lower. That's probably gonna be the case, okay? So it's in a way false representation of what you're actually getting, which again, it's like when you look at some of the um, like ad, ad tech fraud related lawsuits, that's pretty much what they address, kind of like false representation of the numbers you're seeing. Yes, I, I, I agree, but I, I guess that those, uh, and I'm, you know, uh, maybe referencing the Uber um, uh, lawsuit, right? They we're talking more about, um, I would say, fraud, fraud, like um, not real users fraud, uh, or, or incentivized uh, traffic, which is something completely different, right? Incentivized traffic sold as like non-incentivized traffic or, or fraudulent traffic bot farms and, and emulators sold as real users. Um, so in that, in that case, I wouldn't see that happening uh, or, or I, I wouldn't imagine even in this like parallel universe, right? Which we just crossed, wouldn't see that happening because there's a shared interest of uh, both marketers and networks to deliver high performance and high results. Um, and I will tell you even, even something like uh, that, uh, even uh, more than that, um, because we are a very fruitful gaming developer company, we delivered uh, last year uh, two new games or actually three new games when we killed. And with this year, we're also delivering uh, three new games. And you can see that, you know, when you launch an application into the store, the amount of traffic that you're getting, the, num the number of views that you're getting is zero. Zero, zero. No one's getting attention of your product. There is not, not, not uh, there is not, like, there is no such thing as organic users. It's just like, search the web, search the internet, search the store and and found your your application by mistake when you're starting your marketing campaigns when you're starting to kind of promote heavily your application you start seeing some some let's say not not attributed traffic coming into the um into your application right it can be people that kind of saw the application on their friend's device. It can be people that um, encountered your 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 application on the explore section of Google, Apple, because you walked on a promotion with them, or because you kind of reached a certain level of uh, visibility in your in in the um, free uh, or, or paid uh, charts. It can be one hundred. Uh, different things that led people to kind of download your application organically, right? Um, my mother told me that there is a cool new game. Um, so there is an impact and there is a, a direct correlation between the marketing budget that you spend and the install that you're getting. And whether they are attributed or not, that's something different, right? And that's something you can argue whether your network deliver the entire 10 install that you're seeing or just like eight install that you're seeing and influence the other two uh, to kind of uh, uh, download the application. But by the end of the day, if you're doing things right, and if you're calculating um, your installs or the cost of installs, right, based on um, based on uh, uh, the money that you spend and all the installs that you're getting, attributed, not attributed. And if you're, every time that you're kind of, um, 
starting activity with a new network, you're measuring the incrementality impact of, of, of the network, not just saying, well, how much my MP counted uh, in so for that specific network, but actually understanding that an extra $1,000 a day brought me an extra 1,000 users, right? And not just like cannibalizing my existing user base or my existing prediction of 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 uh, installs per day which way, i guess it's funny that you mentioned it's funny that you mentioned the uh, there are no organic so in 2017 i wrote an article in ad exchanger i think titled there are no organics which was very controversial because a lot of people I, were like totally blah, blah, blah 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 it's and you know what i sometimes find like interesting about you specifically Moshi is that you're again you worked in an MMP so in, in a way it's as a, I'm like like sometimes what's the word I'm looking for um appreciative of the humbleness and like the realism you have about like what the MMP does that is very valuable and what the MMP doesn't see that is again it's like it's okay to say this is what you should also be looking at and not only this and react only to that. So I appreciate that. I agree. Well, well, you know, from walking in MMP and actually way before that, um, you know, in, in Viber, uh, I was fortunate enough to get like uh, a lot of installs every day. And when I mean, you know, a lot is, is, is a lot. Numbers that you cannot imagine in, 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 in installs per day. And one of the challenges over there is like, okay, so what do I do with my limited marketing budget when I have 1 million instances a day, right? More or less, that's the, that's the amount. Like, how can I impact something which is huge? And, um, and, and we, we kind of started a campaign back in 2016 about like, okay, let's burst into, some com- into, a comp- into one country and see the results. And we burst and, and we saw that we bought a lot of traffic uh, attributed by our current M- like our, our MMP, but then like when when we kind of counted it on on like okay so how much or how many new users we got it was a fraction of what we saw uh, or a fraction of what we paid for, and that like led me into kind of uh, digging into this topic and understanding okay so what's actually I'm paying for and and how can I kind of balancing between my already existing users and my uh and the users that i brought bought and brought and like what's the advantages and disadvantage of every uh, every network and we kind of you know this was an amazing journey because um we found out some things that were back then uh sensation sensational about like how networks operate and how can you kind of maybe address this Force operation uh, that the networks are, uh, network is doing. So um, I guess you know walking in a network, walking walking in an MMP is taught me first to kind of be more self aware of what you do and what the limitation of the MMP and what the limitation of tracking as a whole. Um, very similar to hot dogs, I would say. Uh, you know, everyone likes, likes uh, everyone loves hot dog until they understand how they're being prepared. And then like, they're trying to kind of, okay, <laughs> whether should I eat it or not? Whether should I be skeptical on, on what, what do I eat or, or what do I kind of invest in? And, um, and yes, I guess 
I guess that's it. So, okay, we're going to jump to this next question. Um, and you mentioned the word incrementality, and that's how I'm going to segue to the next question. What if Apple decides we're going to sunset Apple search ads? And again, likelihood is probably very low, but they have sunset. I add in the past, and who knows, maybe. What do you think would happen? Nothing. <laughs> maybe maybe don't quote me on that or maybe maybe i will <laughs> my legal, but apple searches is one of the things that you do because your competitors are doing and because you know you have to do it uh, it's kind of a bounty uh, on like uh, if i want to play the game you need to kind of um protect your brand deliver ads on, on other people's brand and basically, um, you know, um, influence of, of an Apple search ad user is close to zero. Um, and it's a game that, you know, the, 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 the rich win and, and the poor or the one with the uh, not so much budget lose. Uh, it, it does give you some some tools in like maybe uh, um, showcase your application when you're on the start and when you want to kind of get traffic or attributed traffic because Apple, as you probably know, is not playing by their own rules and they can kind of attribute their traffic because it's a first party data of Apple. Um, but you know the incremental value of, of Apple search is, uh, is one of the lows. I, I would say uh, more since you're kind of dealing with incrementality and measuring traffic. What do you think about the Apple search ads? Um, so uh, you you travel a lot, right? Or you travel, um, and in the past, you know, you would buy a plane ticket, get on the plane, fly. Today, you need to buy a seat a meal, a premium seat, an exit seat, uh, if you want to like uh, go premium economy, business, everything is upgradable, you want lounge access, everything is now broken into parts. In reality, by the way, but this is like a completely different topic, the cost of travel is actually like going down over the years, but this is not the same with advertising. Advertising is of course a market that is fueling itself in terms of growth, okay? the like. Uh, if advertising growth would be, let's say, the same as population growth, that would have been odd uh, because, yeah, our market grows fast. And like the way to grow fast is to increase the, the uh, cost of the supply. And if you had supply that was free up to a second ago and now is paid, Okay, this is how you increase the market size in general. Now, when it comes to brand keywords on Apple search ads, I can tell you that most of the time, of course, it's a, it's almost a cost of business. Um, it's yeah, that's that's the thing, right? Again, sometimes if, if, we, if you know, I'm doing it because my competitors are doing it, if my yeah, competitors exactly. will not do it, and, and it, my it my might, brand will be like untouched in terms of it uh, might actually be. It might actually sometimes show like incremental results, but at a very, very, very low cost per acquisition, which if that's the case, honestly, it's a cost of business. When it's purely cannibalizing, let's say you have a very unique brand name, then the only reason why to do it is to, to defend your brand keywords, because what Apple search ads is not doing that Google, I think was doing for a while, is that if your brand name is trademarked, no one can bid on it. At least that's used to be the rules in Apple, like in Google search. On Apple search, I, I, guess I don't Google think search it's... it's a little bit different. If the brand 
keyword is is like uh, Nike. Like, like let's say it, Nike. It's, affi it's affiliated with your with your ads or with your with your app, then uh, your app will get like a much bigger place uh, in the in the search results. So if I will search, I guess it's it's happening there as well. If I will search for Pegamon Lord of the Board or for Gene Remy Stars, I will see my app on half of the screen and then like the other one will will be like on on the bottom so actually google does give give us some i would say fair advantage right because user is searching for 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 my application clearly it's not for a random game like if we would search for like gene remy which is like the name of the game that will be an open bidding an open discussion or no one will win if it's going to be like with the branded uh stars right Gene Remy starts, then it will take a, it will take it it take it to kind of a customized page. But Apple is not doing, it, as he said. What I found crazy is again when kind of like Apple searches came out. Same as when Facebook came out. Facebook mobile advertising came out. Like first day, a lot of marketers were like amazing performance. And I was like, yeah, because you're literally paying for what you got yesterday for free. <laughs> yes. You're going to see amazing yeah. performance, performance-wise, like CPI, uh, uh, attributed ROS, and so on. But in reality, you're literally now spending more for what you used to get for free. Um, and again, we travel. So my analogy wasn't great because travel costs are going down, okay? The, the fact that uh, if you look at um, like a ticket costs out of a person's income today versus la 10 years mm -hmm. ago, it's actually cheaper, but this is not the case in our industry. Our industry, again, inflates itself by creating um, uh, supply-demand constraints that aren't really there. Yes, but I would say that, um, you know, the likelihood of people to kind of spend money on their digital assets, such as application, websites, and so on, right, has increased. And, and people, uh, more people uh, spend now digitally than they used to do 10 years ago. Um, I remember that when we kind of promote games like um, about eight years ago, right? We needed to kind of search very, very, very uh, deeply to kind of find a paying user. Now everyone is paying games. It's uh, it's more or less the standards, right? It depends on like how much you're paying on games, how much you're willing to kind of uh, spend. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm considering myself somebody that spend on game that i like but i will not like spend more than say 100 a, a month it, it's crazy to do that right uh on my entire game portfolio um but there are people who spend much more because they have or or, or i would say they, they they gain benefits they gain pleasure out of spending this amount of money so um because of it because the lifetime value of the average user mobile user has increased also the cost of acquisition of this mobile user also increased right i'm willing to 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 um spend say 15 dollars 20 dollars right per a user out of the understanding that the lifetime value of this user or the average cohort that i'm buying will be positive one um and i wouldn't do that 10 years ago 10 years ago we bought in cents, right? Now we are buying in, in tens of dollars users because the user behavior changed. So it's not only inflation, it's also about like actually extracting the right lifetime value of the user. And yes, there are some incrementality issues and you're 
probably right with all the things that you said. <laughs> cool. Moshi, we're out of time. So thank you so much uh, for being our guest today. Welcome. It was my pleasure. And hope you enjoyed the thought exercise and um, probably shouldn't really prepare for these scenarios that that well. <laughs> probably probably <laughs> yeah I guess the industry will take a different turn <laughs> from being perfect cool. so thank you very much all right thank you